Hello folks, this is Landon Bell, uh, director on The Pendant Shakespeare. Welcome to the commentary for Othello Act 5. I am joined by the wonderful dramaturge and former director, Colin Kelly. Yay, I didn't direct this one! Yay! <laughs> Yay! But on the downside, I had to direct this one, so... <laughs> but no, it was actually a lot of fun. Oh hey, Jason R. Wallace as Iago. I'll be at the uh, elbow. It makes us or it mars. He crops a, he crops upon you like that. Fixed most form the resolution. Be near at hand. I may miscarry him. Oh hey, Paul Bergerman. He also crops up on you. <laughs> uh this is the final act, so this is all over except for uh we're we're doing the, you did the entire uh the entire play is one giant file, right? Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> Which was over two hours and something, nearing three hours. He dies. I have rubbed this young quat almost to the sense, and he grows angry. Now, if anyone listens to it straight all the way through, let me know. Oh, I know. There's there's some people who do that. I think the reason I started was uh, back when we were doing a uh, pin and backstage with Brian Martinez Oldham, and we were discussing. Uh, I think it was. Uh, the Tempest. It must not be. Uh, Panda listened to everything back to back because he didn't want to listen, you know. And it, it's a Shakespeare play, so we made it available. That's kind of why I started making them available after uh, Macbeth. So. Well, it's a great idea too because even if you don't want to listen to it all the way through, you can download it and not have to download a bunch of files. True. villain, thou diest. Dave Morgan, folks. The uh, actual cue is make a pass at Cassio. So I love how you make two passes at Cassio. But he goes, bah, bah. Well, that's Dave's doing. He he gave me all this walla. And I didn't want to just use part of it and throw the rest away. <laughs> Yeah, this sound effect for this entire scene. Cassio draws and wounds Rodrigo. Oh, I am slain. <laughs> and that turns into 45 seconds. <laughs> and Iago with the blaster. I am made forever. Help! Oh, murder! Murder! Poor, poor Cassio. It's a shame. The voice of Cassio. Iago keeps his word. Ooh. And then comes the music change. That I am. It is even Along so. with Vincent Morrison as a fellow. Oh, Poe. A light. A surgeon. It is he. Oh, brave Iago, honest and just. So, selecting the lines for this scene were hilarious, because Dave gave me several takes that were outright hypochondriac. Well, and... I, you know, once again, ad-libbing is one of the signs that an actor is really getting into character, right? Oh yeah, but uh, 
he can't really ad lib in this. Oh. So it's kind of no, fun no. to see some of the actors. No passage. Kind of restate Murder. what they're saying Murder. and then say it properly. But no, I, I used a couple of them, but two or three not too many. These may be counterfeits. Let's Ooh, who are these guys? Come into the cry without more John Clark oh. and Katie Keating. Oh, nobody come. <laughs> then shall I bleed to death? Hark. Here's one comes in his shirt with light and weapons. Who's there? Whose noise is this that one's on murder? We do not know. Did did not you hear a cry? Here, here, for heaven's sake, help me. Oh, poor Cassio. <laughs> the fellow's ancient as I take it. The same indeed, a very valiant fellow. What are you here that cry so grievously? Iago. Oh, I am spoiled. Undone by villains. Give me some help. Oh, me, lieutenant. What, what villains have done this? I, I think that one of them is hereabout and cannot make a way. Treacherous villains! What are you there? Come in and give some help. Selecting the music for this part of the scene was so difficult. I must have spent a week trying to figure it out. Because, do you want it to be dark? Do you want it to be middle of the road? And that was very difficult. But thankfully, Lane Pockins has a huge library of music to choose from. Oh yeah, with the different varieties. What what piece is this one? So we can uh, point this out too. I do not recall, off the top of my head, unfortunately. Uh, I love how Iago drives, draws a lightsaber, by the way, for this. Like, no one's gonna notice. He pulls out a lightsaber and kills somebody. No biggie. Cassio. I'm sure I could find the music. My leg is cut in two. Mary, heaven forbid. You could do the uh, director thing where you pull up the uh, session file and be like, oh, it's this thing. <laughs> I've never done. Who is that cried? Yeah, that would take too long. Unfortunately. Yeah, I unfortunately don't remember. May you suspect who they should be? That uh, this is Stefania Lindenbaum no. as uh, Bianca. Find you thus? I have been to seek you. Lend me a garter. So. Yeah, it's a shame her role is so small in this play. <laughs> well, it was smaller, and then you know we put them in the first act. This is true. Gentlemen, all, I do suspect this trash to be a party in this injury. Patience a while, good Cassio. Come, come. Let me light. Know we this face or no? Alas, my friend. Oh, my that nicely done music people. change, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. Yeah, that one was much easier than the previous one. <laughs> well, music changes are—you want to place them at the points where thing either new information has been learned or strikes drive up or. Something happens. Right. So, it, it's kind of nice how it changes with the, uh, knowing the face. So The flick of the light. Yeah. And plus sound effect to hide it. Yay. <laughs> yeah, and that, that sound effect was a pain to get, uh, correct. Because, hey, we're on a space station, and you can't just have a light switch on a space station. <laughs> 
What malice was between you? So I think I wound up with a fluorescent light and a match. <laughs> to try and make the effect work. That's pretty interesting, all the stuff you can make um, in audio. Make one thing sound like another. Um, especially in sci-fi, but like... I don't know, off the top of my head. Uh, if you take a plastic cup and start breaking it, it sounds like bones crunching. Or, um... Cassio stabbing Rodrigo is actually cabbage. <laughs> Stab that cabbage. Guiltiness will speak. Tongues without use. What's the matter? What's the matter, husband? Cassio, what's going on? This is Rodrigo. Yeah. He's almost slain. Rodrigo dead. Alas, good gentleman. Alas, good Cassio! This is the fruit of whoring. Pretty, Emilia, go know of Cassio where he supped tonight. What? Do you shake at that? He supped at my house, but I therefore shake not. Ah, pretty so. I charge you go with me. Fie, fie upon these stars. And hey, we've reached the point in the episode where we're just listening. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're only 12 minutes in. Hey, or, last oh, excuse minutes. me. Yay. Nine minutes in. Oh, Nine minutes, even better. I can't count. Come, mistress. You must tell some other tale. Amelia, run you to the citadel and tell my lord and lady what had happened. You go on. Pray. This is the night that either makes me or does me. Oh, hey, the aside. Ooh, the aside. That's the one thing we're going to miss, is Jason R. Wallace and his asides. Definitely. So. Oh, but he's back in Twelfth Night as another character. It is yes, yes he is. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not Iago. I really like the music underneath this, just because of its, its dissonance. It's Well, it has an ominous feel to it. So. Yes, indeed. And that's really what it was going for. And here comes the choir. Because this this scene is so sad because he he's still conflicted over what to do at this point. I think if uh. Uh, we're going back to the original. I think this was actually one of the audition lines for Othello. This entire speech. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we cast Vincent Morrison, because he's really, really good at this. Yes. He gives the character the needed emotion. Oh, yeah. Which is tough because in, in a lot of the scenes he's just mad or he's uh, being a general and he's telling people what to do. But then you've got the few scenes like this where he's genuinely expressing his feelings. Confliction. Yes. And that's where you need someone who can do that. And do that well. And this is the last. So sweet was ne'er so fatal. I must weep. But they are cruel tears. The sorrow is heavenly. It strikes what it doth love. She waits. 
Oh, who's there? Othello? Hi. Uh, oh, when you come to Karen Hamer. As Desdemona. Indeed. My lord. If you bethink yourself of any crime unreconciled as yet to heaven and grace, solicit for it straight. Alas, my lord, what do you mean by that? Well, do it. And be brief. Yeah, this song, piece of music is really good because you can feel it building. <laughs> good job, Ali. No. No, thank you. Heaven forfend, I would not kill thy soul. Talk you of killing. Again, Alan's music was perfect for this play. Heaven have mercy mm -hmm. on me. Amen. With all my heart. If well, you say so, I hope you will not kill me. And the one thing we're trying to do with all these. Because let's be honest, every. These. It's been, what, 400 years? Everyone and their mother has seen a version of these plays at one point. So we want to give a unique feel or spin to each play. And, you know, sci-fi is definitely one way to do it, but with the music we have, it is just such a... I don't want to say twist, uh, but it... It just takes everything and raises it to a different level that you really haven't seen before. Peace and be so. still. Yeah. Will so. What's the matter? That handkerchief, which I so loved and gave thee, thou gavest to Cassio. No, by my life and soul, send for the man and ask him. Sweet soul, take heed, take heed of perjury. And the conflicting styles of music. He, he has I, a couple yet. different styles of music yes. he uses. Present. Uh... And that both of them wound up in the play. Or both of the major ones, anyways. The kind of techno sound and then the kind of eastern sounds. So. But it works out perfectly, because, you know, sci-fi techno fits in, and we want kind of the eastern, especially. Uh, it was kind of unintentional, but with Ia both Paul and Jason auditioned for Iago with that, you know, uh, vaguely European accent. Yeah. Um, and that plus the music just just kind of fits together like hand in glove, so it works out. He hath confessed. What, my lord? That he hath used thee. How? Unlawfully? Aye. You will not say so. No, his mouth. And Desdemona starts to break. Honesty, Iago, hath ta'en hold of her. Oh, my fair interprets. What is he did? Had all his hairs been knives, my great revenge had stomach for them all. Alas, he is betrayed. And I undone. Thou strumpet, whippest thou for him to my face? Oh, banish me, my lord, but kill me not. Down, strumpet. Poor Desdemona. Mm -hmm. Let me live tonight. Hey. Sorry, we're totally raptured in our great actor's done. performance, so excuse us. <laughs> it happens. It is too late. <laughs> and here we have Iago's theme, which is perfect. Not gonna lie, this was uh, one of those scenes that was uh, unsettling to mix. 
Yeah, you just killed someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's easy. Well, not just that, but the music on top of it. You you just get a knot in your stomach while you're mixing this and having to listen to it over and over and over again. I will not have anything mm-hmm. in thy pain. So good job. So, you made so. us incredibly uncomfortable, Landon. Yay. <laughs> Who's there? Whoa. Oh, my Lord. It's all part of my evil yes. plan. I love the music behind. It's kind of like, well, what you expect at a funeral. <laughs> it's a shame Amelia's not a little bit too more insistent here. Mm-hmm. Well, she's she's of the matter that there's something happened and he needs to know, as opposed to. Uh, well, knowing what's going on inside here. <laughs> right. Plus, on top of that, it was originally meant for the stage. <laughs> wife. What wife? I have no wife. And so when you're doing things on the stage, you, you do them differently. Oh, yeah. It should be now a huge eclipse of sun and moon, and that a frightened globe should yawn at alteration. I do beseech you that I may speak with you. Oh, good my lord. I had forgot thee. Oh, come in, Amelia. Soft. I, I kind of like Othello acting natural. <laughs> it sounds just a thou? bit unnatural. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's the matter with you now? Oh, my good lord. Yonder spell. Murder's done. What now? But now, my lord. It is the very error of the moon. She comes more near the earth than she was wont and makes men mad. Yes, you're I feel like Lord. that's a joke about space. A young Venetian <laughs> Rodrigo. Rodrigo killed. And Cassio killed. Oh, irony. Cassio is not killed. Not Uh-oh. Cassio killed? Then murders out of tune. And sweet revenge grows harsh. Oh, falsely. Oh, falsely murdered. Alas, what cry is that? That. What? Out in the last, that was my lady's voice. Help, help, oh, help! Oh, lady, speak again, sweet Desdemona. Oh, sweet mistress, speak. A, a guiltless death. I die. Oh, I love the music see. choice right here. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite ones in this act. <laughs> well, you could just, you, you can feel your heart crawling. And Yeah. I actually used the same piece when uh, Amelia finds the handkerchief. Huh. Um, so the idea was both times Amelia is discovering something. But it works really well, though, to transition. So Right. We should probably say farewell to Karen and thank her for a great work of the show. Since... Yes. She did a wonderful job. I need my heart back. If somebody finds it, it it's probably crying somewhere. She turned to folly, and she was a whore. How dost belie her? And thou art a devil. She was false as water. Thou art rash as fire to say that she was false. Oh, she was heavenly true. Cassio did top her. Ask thy husband else. 
damned beneath both death and hell, but that I did proceed upon just grounds to this extremity. Thy husband knew it all. My husband! Thy husband. That she was false to wedlock? Hey, we're listening to the episode. How could we? <laughs> we surely won't do that with Twelfth Night. Now we'll be singing along in Twelfth Night. Yeah. <laughs> My husband. I. Was he that sort of and we have Vincent Morrison and Elsa Moser to thank for that. My husband. What needs this iteration, woman? I say thy husband. Oh, mistress. Villainy hath made mocks with love. My husband say that she was false. He, woman, I say thy husband. Dost understand the word? My friend, thy husband, honest, honest Iago. If he say so, may his pernicious soul rot half a grain a day. He lies to the heart. <laughs> I, I, I like this this curse that may his soul rot half a grain a day. This deed of thine is no more worthy heaven than Yeah, and of course, since Mindy gives me like ten takes of each line, I had to listen to ten takes of that line, and it, it was pretty funny. Some of them were really funny. I, I still think my favorite line, out of context from this play, is when Othello yells, Goats and monkeys! Oh, and out of the room. Help! Help, oh help! The Moor hath murdered my mistress! Murder! Murder! Well, even in context, it's random. It's kind of a random line. Hey, David Alders Montano. Men must lay their murders on your neck. He crops up on you like that. I think I should make that a running gag. Oh, characters, they crop up on you. It'll probably be bigger in Twelfth Night, though. I told him what I thought. And told no more than what he found himself was apt and true. But did you ever tell him she was false? I did. You told a lie. An odious, damned lie. Upon my soul, a lie. A wicked lie. She false with Cassio. Did you say with Cassio? With Cassio, <laughs> mistress. Go to, charm your tongue. I will not charm my tongue. I am bound to speak. My mistress here lies murdered in her bed. Oh, heavens forfend. And your reports have set the murder on. Nay, they're not, masters. It is true, indeed. It is a strange truth. Oh, monstrous act. Melanie, villainy, villainy! I think upon, I think, I smelt, oh, villainy! I thought so then! I'll kill myself for grief, oh, villainy, villainy! What are you mad? I charge you, get you home. No, yeah, I go, that was last play. <laughs> Actually, no, that was more Macbeth. I obey so. him, but not now. Yeah. Perchance, Iago, I will ne'er go home. Oh. 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 Nay, lay thee down and roar, for thou hast killed the sweetest innocent that e'er did lift up eye. Oh, she was foul. I scarce didn't know you want. There lies your niece, whose breath indeed these hands have newly seen. The trial of Othello is riveting. I know this act shows horrible and grim. Poor Desdemona. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I am glad thy father's dead. Thy match was made. It's actually hard to find any words to say about this scene because it just, it carries itself. Mm -hmm. There are no words. Sight would make him 
We'll just sit here clapping and crying. That's so good! But yet Iago knows that she with Cassio had the act of shame a thousand times committed. Cassio confessed it, and she did gratify his amorous words with that recognizance and pledge of love which I first gave her. I saw it in his hand. It was a handkerchief, an antique token my father gave my mother. Oh, heaven. Oh, heavenly powers. Come, oh, and there goes the spider web. Dun, dun, dun. Peace, no. I will speak as liberal as the North. Let heaven and men... <laughs> I love that line. If only Shakespeare knew. Sorry, that, that was a political joke. <laughs> well... Thou speakest of, I found by fortune and did give my. Of course, in actuality, it may have been a reference to the fact that uh, Northern Europe at the time was liberal compared to the Ottomans. Well, it also might have been a reference to, you know, Scotland. Could have been. The parts of the UK. Yeah. England. That British humor crops up in here every now and then. <laughs> well, it's the British audience. Right. What should such a fool do with so good a woman? Are there no stones in heaven but what serve for the thunder? Precious villain! The woman falls. Sure, he hath killed his wife. Aye. Poor Amelia. Pulling in the music. Lay me by my mistress's side. He's gone. But his wife's killed. Tis a notorious villain. Take you this weapon which I have here recovered from the moor. Come, guard the door without and let him not pass, but kill him rather. I'll after that same villain for tis a damned slave. I am not valiant neither, but ever puny whipster gets my sword. But why should honor outlive honesty? I love that he calls Iago puny. <laughs> I thought he was honest. So, fun fact. Uh, Mindy is actually singing the same tune that uh, Karen came up with for this song. Right. Uh, it was about a... A month into the, um, after I'd sent out the script and, uh, Mindy emailed me and said, Hey, do you have her line so that I can sing this with the same tune? <laughs> so I sent it to her. Auntie, I must come forth. If thou attempt it, it will cost thee dear. Thou hast no weapon and perforce must suffer. Look it upon me then and speak with me. Because when you read the actual, uh, text of the script, in my mind, it was just spoken. It was not actually sung. Well, obviously, it depends, so. I've, there's been multiple interpretations. You can sing it or say it. Well, at least when uh, Amelia is saying it. True. So, but I like the singing version as well. It works very well. Indeed. So, congrats, Mindy. <laughs> On catching that. 20 times your 
And with those less words. Oh, vain boast. Who can control this fate? Tis not so now. Be not afraid, though you do see me weeping. Here is my journey's end. Here is my butt and very sea mark of my utmost sail. Do you go back dismayed? Tis a lost fear. Man but a rush against a fellow's breast, and he retires. Where should a fellow go? Now, how dost thou look now? Oh, ill-starred wench, pale as thy smock. When we shall meet at my soul from heaven and fiends will snatch at it cold, yeah we're totally listening to the episode oh yeah <laughs> even like it's all vincent's fault how could you you horrible person Stop blame being the so good blame the good actors could <laughs> be so good of this heavenly sight blow me about in wind roast me in sulfur <laughs> wash me in steep down gulfs of liquid fire Oh, Desdemona. Desdemona. Dead. Liquid fire would hurt. Oh. 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 Well, it's also a reference to uh, uh, the Ottoman Empire because they supposedly had Greek fire, right? I believe so. We're not historians, guys. <laughs> no, we're entertainers who don't have very much to say right now, ironically. <laughs> We're not entertaining. Wrench his sword from him. I bleed, sir, but not killed. I love Jason's delivery of that line. I'll have thee live. I'm not gonna die. So where do you think he wounded him, by the way? Since this is audio, I kinda wanna know. In the gut was what I was thinking in my mind. <laughs> you mean he totally didn't just slice off his hand? Nah. An honorable murderer. It's a come on, it's sci-fi. We have to. We have lightsabers. We need to slice off somebody's hand. All right, he cuts off his arm. Let's just say his arm. Captain Cassio's death. I, dear general, I never gave you cause. It's open to interpretation. We should, we should run a poll. Hey guys, if you think that Iago got his hand chopped off in that scene, send us a tweet at a pennant web. On Twitter or on the Facebook page at Benadio. I don't know. I never. That's great. What? Not to Yeah, maybe one person replying. your lips. Well, thou dost best. Well, it's actually funny that you would say that because um, it wasn't that long ago that um, David Alt and Catherine Pryor were talking about what type of dog Exodus Avalon turned into. Mid midway through Genesis Avalon. <laughs> now here's another discontented paper found in his pocket too. Indeed. And this, it seems, Roderigo so, to have sent the stamp. Theater of the mind, folks. Like Iago in the interim came in and satisfied him. It's all in the head. Vicious creature. Indeed. How came you, Cassio? There goes the last strand. That was my wife's. I found it in my chamber. Also, I should note, uh, before I forget it, Cassio's wheelchair. Uh, I, I had to uh, 
figure out how to get him in and out because in in the play for the stage it's a chair a bunch of people actually carry him in a wooden chair out to the stage um, so I liked the idea of a, a scooter chair kind of power chair thing you, you, you obviously weren't thinking Kaidekida yeah hover chair hover chair not gonna lie sound effect of vacuum not gonna lie, I actually toyed with the idea of a hover chair, but it just didn't work. It'd probably be too distracting because you'd be hearing the entire scene. Yeah, exactly. And no one would have known what it was. No more of that. I pray you. Oh man, this music choice. Not gonna lie, it was hard hard to figure out what to end the play with. Then must you speak of one that loved not uh, going back because we totally talked over it though, um I, I should draw attention to the last line that Iago speaks in the entire play. Oh boy. <laughs> because we don't actually know why Iago is the one he does. He hints at it over the things, there's so many theories. But the last line Iago says is, from this point on, I will never speak a word. Or, well, from this time forth, I will never speak a word. So. I just want to draw attention to that, and then let's go back to the Othello and how Vincent is, well, appropriately stealing the show, but it's his show, so I don't know what to put it. <laughs> to Iago's credit, he actually doesn't say anything else, so... Bloody period. All that's At least he didn't lie then. True. Poor Othello. Yeah, Othello just went the way of so many uh, Jedi Padawans who don't know how to use a lightsaber. This <laughs> did I fear. Again, I loved his delivery. For he was great of heart. O Spartan dog, more fell than anguish, hunger of the sea. Look on the tragic loading of this bed. This is thy work. The object poisoned scythe, let it be hid. Gratiano, keep the house, and seize upon the fortunes of the moor, for they succeed on you. To you, Lord Governor, remains the censure of this hellish villain. The time, the place, the torture, enforce it. Myself will straight abroad, to the state this heavy act with heavy heart to link. And that's the end. That is Othello. That is it. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, we should probably cheer everybody as their names come up and thank them for being amazing. Cause... I need to thank my entire cast. Thank you guys for being awesome. Uh, thank you to Colin for being an awesome director for half of this thing. Why? Good job with the other half, my fellow director. Thank you. I, I look forward to not doing anything <laughs> for a little while. And thanks to uh, Brian Reed on the credits and uh, yeah, Joe J. And Joe J. Thomas on the trailers, who we pulled back in for Shakespeare. Because <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> crazy? No, no, no. He's great. No, no, no. I meant Landon putting in trailers. Oh. <laughs> Guys, if you don't know what's happening in these, I don't know who you are or what rock you're living under. 
Hey, I like the trailers. What can I say? True. Just wait until uh, the Sonnets Part 6 trailer comes out. People are, people are gonna love that one. Alright then. It's actually should be at the end of this episode, shouldn't it? Yeah. Alright. Uh, once again, thanks for everybody who stayed with us. It, but it's been quite a ride. So. Indeed. We'll see you all in two months for Twelfth Night. Later. Yay! Bye! Bye.